Welcome back, y'all, to Keeping Open Mind with Samuel. And on today's episode, we'll be discussing the rest of the division round games this Sunday and the big blockbuster trade that everyone's talking about around the NBA. But first, a word from my sponsor. Roman Marcel is a great up-and-coming fashion designer who has all types of clothes for both male and female, which ranges from suits, joggers, sweatshirts, jeans, and many more. For more information, follow 4ZR underscore Roman on Instagram or check out his website at Roman Marcel Young Fashion for more details. Now let's get back to the show. The Kansas City Chiefs was the number one seed in the AFC this year, just like last year. The reigning champs are going to be facing the Cleveland Browns for their first game this postseason. And the Browns, they are going to need some Baker, Oklahoma magic if they want to if they want to face the Buffalo Bills in the AFC Championship. Uh, one bright side is that Cleveland did beat the third. I'm sorry, the 12 and four Pittsburgh Steelers, 48-37 on Pittsburgh soil. So they have some luck, but. Pittsburgh was always a fake good team this whole year. So I do not see them getting past KC, who is a real, real good team. They're looking some different this year as well. Um, yeah, I definitely see KC going home with this victory. I'm not going to lie. The game is going on right now as I'm recording. Uh, I think the last time I checked, it was like 13-3. to um, But KC... W- will probably whoop them even before the game started. I, I kind of had that feeling. One one bright side is that back in high school, Texas Texas Tech faced off against Oklahoma at, while Baker and Patrick Mahomes were both in college, and they gave us a slugfest. I'm talking about shooters everywhere. Both teams, I think, combined for 93 points that game, one of the highest totals in college football history. But yeah, definitely Chiefs are probably going to take home the victory. I don't see the Browns having enough firepower. Um, I would say even with uh, even with Odell, they might have a better chance. But honestly, they play better without Odell. The Browns pro- probably will get rid of Odell Beckham Jr. this offseason. That's just my prediction, though. And then for the prime time, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be attending the... What do they call it? The New Orleans Dome? No, the Mercedes-Benz Dome. Yeah, that's what it was. To face off against the New Orleans Saints. Two of the greats facing off. And whoever wins will go on to face off against one of the greats in Aaron Rodgers. So, I mean, these next couple games in the the NFC might mean a lot in some career aspects. But... Yeah, both of these teams, both of these AFC South teams have come off of a bye week. Well, technically not. But the Saints faced off against my Bears, which they just easily whooped them 21-9. And then the Buccaneers faced off against the name-redacted Washington football team and beat them 31-23. So, I mean, it's not bye weeks, but it's a bye week. New Orleans had the bigger bye week, though. The football team will whoop the Bears' ass. But that's just me. Damn. The name redacted is better than most half of the league. Let's just say that. The name redacted in Washington is better than half the NFL. Wow. But, um, 
Yeah, definitely seeing this could be a tight matchup. I'm seeing a little bit of low-scoring game. Not low-scoring game, but not too high. Like maybe like a 21-17, 24-21 game. Uh, I definitely see the Buccaneers winning. I just think they have a little bit too much strength. Oklahoma, um, I was about to say Oklahoma. Uh, New Orleans, they've had a couple injuries, so I don't see... I just, I just don't see them having enough firepower to face off against Tom Brady and the Bucks. Even though Tom, in my opinion, Breeze is a better quarterback at this stage in their career, but Tom Brady always finds a way. Uh, he just has more talent around him. He can hand the ball off to Fournette, and if not Fournette, Ronald Jones. Like he's got options. Same thing with Breeze with Camaro and um, who's that rookie? Uh, but they also got Taysom Hill too. He's a wild card right there, but. I just do not see them beating um, Tommy B. Nah, Tom Brady. Can't butcher his name like Billy B. But, yeah, for, for real, though, I definitely see the Buccaneers beating the Saints. In the, in the close one, 24-21, uh, the spread on this one's two and a half in favor of the Saints. So, I'm already picking, behind, I'm already picking the opposite. So, let, let's hope this is a good game. Um... I, w- I would catch up. Oh, wait. We got one more thing. The NBA just had a blockbuster trade. A four-team trade, including James Harden the Houston Rockets, will now be playing for the Brooklyn Nets, who he just debuted literally yesterday against, against the Magic. But I will get to that later. The Rockets, in exchange, will be getting Oladipo from the Pacers. Rock. Robert, actually, no, he, they would get Karis LeVert from the Nets, but they would trade Karis LeVert to the Pacers for Oladipo, plus the Rockets are also getting Kiras from the Nets, Exxon from the Cavs, Brooklyn's 2022, 2024, and 2026 first round picks, plus the Cavs are sending them a Milwaukee 2022nd pick from um, from the Cavs, obviously, but it's a Milwaukee pick, and the game Brooklyn's 2021, 2023, 2025, and 2027 pick swaps. So basically, the Brooklyn Nets are trading away all their first-round picks until the year of 2028, like, from, from this year to 2027. So 2028 will be the next year they have a pick. They were not for James Harden. That's a good deal, but damn, that's eight years you're not going to be drafting for. And actually, I saw a, a good fact. The Brooklyn Nets haven't had their own first-round pick since 2013. 2014 was the last year they had their own first round uh, 2013 was the last year they had their own first-round pick. After that, they've traded away the 2014 pick all the way to the 2027 pick. That's insane. That's an insane stat right there. Um, for the Rockets, all I got to tell you, have fun with Christian Wood. He's going to be a beast. He just put up 28 and 15. Just a slight work, you know. But um, uh, the Pacers now, since they got Karis LeVert, um, they also got a 2023 second round pick from the Rock, from the Rockets, but Karis Levert, he's a great wingman. I really like his game. Too bad he's gonna be out with a mass on his kidney. Hopefully he gets better soon. Uh, prayers up for him. But I'm looking forward to see him on pay- on the Pacers. 
And Oladipo going to the Rockets. That's a big one. I mean, Oladipo with John Wall. That's going to be a defensive-ass team. They're going to have no offense. They're not going to have no offense, but they're going to have some defense. And then the Cavs, after giving away the 2023 second-round pick to the Pacers and giving away Dante Exum to the Rockets, they will be receiving Jared Allen and Tyron Prince. Those are two big acquisitions. Besides the Rockets and the Nets getting their deal, I do believe the Cavs got the best out of, out of this package besides the, the Nets and the Rockets, obviously. The Pacers got the worst deal, even though they got a good Karis LeVert, but he's injured, so that's what I'm saying, the worst. The Cavs got the, sec- the second best, because Jared Allen and Torian Prince are going to really help them, especially Allen. And then the Rockets are set up for the future, and we got James Harden. James Harden and Brooklyn Nets. NBA Twitter has been waiting to see this, and they got it. Like crazy. The Rockets, they're not just set up for the future, but they have a decent squad for this year. They just lost to the Spurs, but they got Wall, Boogie, Oladipo, Kiros as a shooter. I mean, they're not, I mean, Christian Wood, still not, in my opinion, they're still not uh, playoff worthy. I can see I can see them sneaking in as an eighth seed. They won't do damage though. J- James Harden did debut last last night against the Magic though. Uh him and Durant combined for 74 points. 74 from just Durant and Harden. That's crazy. That's gonna be the this whole year. East, just give up. Start tanking. No, I'm kidding. I still want to see competitive basketball. But in his first game as a Brooklyn Net. He had, he played for 40 minutes, shot the ball 8 for 18. From the arc, he, he went 3 for 10. And he had 32 points with 14 assists and 12 rebounds. So he had a triple-double. But this man almost had a quadruple-double, y'all. He had nine turnovers. Jesus. No wonder why the Magic were still in the game till late. Wow, if it took 74 points from Harden and Durant to beat the Magic, plus a triple-double from Harden and nine, but also those nine turnovers. Again, he, he'll probably clean that out, but nine turnovers, that's a lot. And that's something we're not used to either. Like, I mean, that's something that we're, we are used to by Harden. He does commit a lot of turnovers because he has the ball a lot of percent of the time. But, that, but that's what happens when you're the number one guy on the number one team. But this year, is he really the number one guy? Or is Durant the number one guy? Because in my opinion, I think it's not it's not them OKC days no more. I definitely think James Harden is the number one guy in Brooklyn. Then goes Durant, then Kyrie, who's playing third fiddle. But he's not even playing. <laughs> that man gone gone. Hopefully he comes back. NBA season is just beginning. I will bring out more shows on the NBA season. Y'all stay safe and go Bills, I guess.